Hello, hello. You are listening to another edition of What's K Poppin', the podcast. Just another quick plug in case you didn't know and that this is your first time listening to my podcast, that What's K Popping has also expanded to a radio show on bakerradio.org every Mondays from 4 to 6 p.m. So this episode, I'm thinking, is probably going to be a little short. I always say that, and it always ends up being longer. I always am able to talk more about it than I think. But in the last episode, I talked about my favorite K-drama actresses and characters. And that episode actually ended up being quite long, but it is good content. And in case you want to hear why I prefer certain archetypes or which K-dramas have the best female characters then go check that out real quick. But I think I want to continue my theme of K-dramas and talking about those. Um, And I'm also thinking I'm just going to end up making this podcast just a little bit short to balance out last week's, or I mean, last episodes. But before I do that, my quick introduction, I usually talk a little bit about something related to the topic or unrelated, um, but it always has to do with um, Korean culture, of course. And I just briefly want to mention that I did start watching this drama that I have highly been anticipating. It's called Tale of the Nine-Tailed, and I was really looking forward to this drama because, if you haven't already heard me say it, uh, Lee Tong-wook, he is the main actor in my favorite K-drama, touch your heart. Uh, So he's also the main male character in this drama as well. And it is, I could just analyze this drama. I've only watched the first four episodes, which is all that's available right now, um, because it's really new. But it is so, I mean, I knew it was going to be kind of thrilling, but it's really complex. Let's just say that, because of course there's fantasy. It's about a, oh gosh, I don't know if I know how to pronounce this, a guimo? It's a nine-tailed fox that has the ability to turn into a human and seduce... Typically, it's a female fox, so then it seduces men and then they eat their livers. <laughs> but this Guimo is a man. It's played by Yi dong Wook, And he... Basically, the story is about him and then he is waiting for his reincarnated first love. And then... Oh gosh, I I think her character name is Jia, played by I think it's Tobora, um, and she she was in My Strange Hero. I have yet to finish that drama, but anyway, she, she's very good, and she is played she is, plays a person who a woman who her parents disappeared in a strange accident, and so ever since that she wants to understand like supernatural things that occur. She saw. Um, Lee Dong-wook, whose his character's name is Lee Yeon, um, and she saw him when he was ni- when she was nine, and her parents had disappeared. So she's like following him. She's really just trying to figure out what happened to her parents. Um, and there's a whole bunch of twists as well. Um, like there's a evil half brother to Eon, and um, what else? I mean, there's a lot of I don't know how to explain it. It's not. Like, it's fantasy, but also a little bit scary. Very suspenseful. Um, It's action. There's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of, yeah, surrealism. Um, Almost a little bit of, I don't want to say horror, but people definitely have been dying. Spooky things have been, uh, oh my gosh, what's supernatural? That's the word I want to say. It's 
I don't know. It gives me, honestly, like, American Horror Story vibes. Not, like, in the creepy, like, asylum kind of way. But more, like, there's a lot of culty kind of, you know, evil gods and people being sacrificed. That kind of stuff. So it's it's a little bit different. I don't know if it's quite up my alley. Um, and I definitely... It's, it's definitely not, like, touched your heart. But... I think it makes sense to mention it because even though it's not exactly my style, I typically don't like either fantasy or um, scary shows, and this involves both, but I really, the acting's been good, and it's been a compelling story. Like it, the story itself is interesting. It's a bit confusing, I have to say. I have been having to read the, the summaries a little bit to understand, and I think there's just a lot of pieces that are being, that are going to be filled in later, but right now I'm just left confused, and and I'm not sure I can tell the overall pattern of the drama yet. For example, I can't tell if everything's interconnected, like one theme is going to keep continuing, or if it's going to be more like in every episode a different supernatural thing happens. And I think it's probably a mix of both. I can definitely tell there's some underlying things that are going to be through that are going to be followed throughout the entire drama. But then there, you know, to keep it uh, to mix it up a bit, there's going to be new things brought up every time and I'm just confused like are they connected are they not connected will I find out later you know so there's a lot of there's a lot of holes that are not filled right now in that sense um but nonetheless it's a very interesting drama it's on Vicky great acting and I think it's a it makes sense for me to bring this up because even though there are some themes in here that I don't particularly they aren't my particular favorite I still really like the drama and I know I'm going to continue watching it for a while and in today's episode I'm going to talk about some other dramas that I watched and my first impressions were not very good. I, in fact, quit them in a way. And then I'm not sure what possessed me to go back, but then I would go back to try and give it a second chance. And I ended up liking it a lot, quite a bit. So yeah, I'm just going to bring this up to see if maybe you guys feel the same way. And then maybe you'll feel inspired to go watch these dramas again. Or maybe they're dramas that you just heard about and you weren't interested in, or maybe they might be dramas that you love and you're like, how, why, why would you ever not like this? Um, or maybe you've never heard of these dramas and these are just more dramas that I like and that I'm recommending you to go watch. So without further ado, here are some, uh, some dramas that I didn't really like at first, but I ended up enjoying quite So the first drama I'm going to talk about, I think I'm trying to remember trying to remember when I first started watch tried to first starting oh my god. <laughs> when I first tried to watch this drama. It's on Hulu. I don't know if it's on Netflix as well. It's also on Viki, but this was I'm pretty sure a while ago because I only had Hulu at this time because it comes with my Spotify. And so I think I was running out of dramas to watch because um oh gosh oh yeah because my friend's netflix like they changed their passwords so i only had hulu then uh, and i did not have vicky yet and so i had been surviving only off of watching hulu dramas <laughs> and don't get me wrong there are some good ones on there oh my venus i think is on there or maybe that's netflix i know just between lovers is on there which is very good um i'm pretty sure sec Secretary Kim is on there. But this one called Legend of the Blue Sea is on there. And 
I'm pretty sure I'd heard that it, or I'd seen it gotten good, good reviews. People tended to like it. And so I started to watch it, but I was hesitant because I knew because it was fantasy, it was about a mermaid. I was like, ugh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. So I watched it. I remember there was the introduction that gave the folklore about the the mermaid, and I was like, eh, okay. And then flash to the present, and we have this really corny scene with this con artist who's like using a lighter to hypnotize people. And I was like, that's not realistic. <laughs> and then um, when he went to the island and let's see, and then the mermaid washes ashore, gets in his house. And that whole scene was really, that was strange to me. But the thing that I think that really tipped me over was <laughs> when they were in the police station, the poor uh, English when English is used in K-dramas, not by the Korean actors as in like funny, like, oh my God, or something like that's fine. But when they involve cringy non-Asian characters who speak really dramatic in English, like, what do you mean? Like that kind of stuff. I hate it so much. I'm like, they're not good at acting whatsoever. Um, It's, yeah, I hate that. And so that basically happened because there's the it was a scene between the con artist and a police officer who arrested the mermaid girl for breaking in. And they had an exchange. And then, of course, he hypnotized him again with a lighter. And at that point, I was like, I, I don't want to watch this. It, there's, it's too unrealistic. The fantasy, it's cheesy. And I really did not get a good impression. And then, I want to say, was it, I think it was over the summer or over quarantine. Again, that stage really blurs together. I decided to start watching it again. And I think, I can't remember if I started it. I think I started at the, right after the police scene. So I didn't have to go through all that stuff again. And I continued watching because I I saw, I couldn't deny that there were really good reviews on this, this drama. So I tried it again and I ended up really liking it. I will admit right now I have not finished it, but I am on like episode 14 or so, 14 or 16 of 20. And so I, it was one of those dramas that ended up being really easy and interesting to watch. I liked the character dynamics, you know, the sassy male, the sassy female, and, um, the fantasy ended up not bothering me at all. It was a very compelling story in that it's very much hard. There's a lot of playing hard to get. And that's something that I'm always a sucker for is wanting to see the romance develop. And so, um, I don't know. I ended up really liking it. I still need to finish it. But this was one of those surreal, or not surreal, fantasy dramas that I actually think is quite good. So. Okay, for the next drama I'm going to talk about, this one I did not make it nearly as far into as Legend of the Deep Blue Sea. Um, this one is I'm Not a Robot, and again, I saw really good reviews for these. Oftentimes, when I'm looking for a K-drama to watch, I will watch like YouTube compilations of best romantic dramas or best rom-coms or whatever. Um, and, and I typically like watching ones, you know, that are about recent releases or whatever, but other times, you know... I want something that I have full access to right now instead of having to wait for episodes to be released. And I'm Not a Robot was consistently on there. So I remember watching, and in the first scene, also, I guess I should have said this before, but there are spoilers, I guess, in this podcast, but I'm not going to be talking, like, giving huge, huge spoilers away. Anyway, 
or maybe I will. I don't know. Listen with your own discretion. Uh, about, okay, so I'm not a robot. The synopsis is that this man has an allergy to humans, and then so he has this robot made for him, but somehow the robot got switched out with a real human, and for some reason he didn't have a reaction with the human, <laughs> who is a girl, who's the, obviously the female lead, and in the first scene, it's basically him going to visit these doctors who are like, why haven't you done your mandatory military service? And he's like, I can't because I have this bad allergy. And they're like, what allergy? And then he like starts walking towards them. And then before he gets to them, he like breaks out and has this terrible allergy. Uh, or I guess, no, I think he does get to them and he like, they think he's going to beat them up or something. But instead he just like touches them and then he of course like starts flailing around and having an allergic reaction that's really bad and aggressive and immediately I was turned off by that for I don't know it just seemed cheesy but more just really extra super dramatic I understand they were trying to grab the attention of the users right away but I just thought it was really weird and kind of corny and I wasn't into it so then I decided okay well you really only watched like the first what seven minutes of the show five minutes and so I decided to continue watching and honestly this is one of those dramas with a plot that is really fun and compelling I first of all loved the actress whom now her name I cannot remember I can't think of but she was so cute as the robot it was just super fun because it was like you know the whole pretending to be a robot and acting being smart and um all you know all-knowing emotionless and it was just really sweet how she you know she fell in love with the the man as the robot but and he fell in love with the robot but he was having the struggle of oh my god but I'm in love with the robot isn't that sad like I need to be in love with a real human and it was all about you know oh I can't tell him because he'll be so betrayed and then he'll his reaction might come back or yeah because it was all about trying to cure his his reaction to humans so yeah, I highly recommend watching this drama. It was a little hard to get through at first, but it was really, that was the only rough spot in the entire drama. This was one that I definitely binged. And I binged all the way through. It wasn't like with Legend of the Blue Sea where I kind of started to lose interest and in how I have basically been away from it for a while and kind of highly doubt that I'll get back to it. But this was one I completely watched all the way through. There are 30 minute episodes, so it was easy to blow through some and then it was compelling to watch again. And I honestly could probably see myself trying to rewatch this drama because there was so much to it that I liked, so. So for the next drama, this one, I believe I can honestly remember the day, not the actual day, but when I was like sitting in my sorority house on their couch, just desperately trying to find a K-drama. It might've been after I watched Touch Your Heart because it was so good and I was trying to find something on that level. And I came across Hotel de Luna. I had actually, someone in my house recommended to watch this, but I was like, I don't know if I'd like it because it was fantasy. And again, not a fan of that. And I started watching and in the first scene, also it had really good reviews on Vicky. And in the first scene, it was like the backstory of her, the main female character. She's out in this barren forest. 
She's trying to find a place to stay. She's clearly carrying a dead body with her. And um, she, like, comes across this inn owner. And I can't remember exactly what happens. It was something like, I can see that you have a lot of ghosts following you or something. Like, you have a, a lot of dirty laundry, basically. And she turns around and you can see... Or no, 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 no. I think it's something like ghosts stay at this hotel or I can't remember. Something along that line. And basically, you could see these holographic, but not holographic, you know, basically ghosts were CGI'd in there, these ancient ghosts. And I was immediately like, no, I'm sorry. I hate fantasy, but I, you know, I could get along with Legend of the well, at this time, I didn't have... I wasn't back on Legend of the Deep Blue Sea. But, like, something more cutesy, like a mermaid or oh, a cute robot. Like, that was more okay than fucking ghosts. I was not into that. And so, I immediately was like, no, not into this. And I can't remember why I got back into it. But right around finals time, I decided, you know what? Maybe I should try it. Maybe it's not that bad. And I, without a doubt, this drama is one of the most expensive seeming dramas the most luxurious dramas the sets are fantastic the wardrobes this girl wears played by iu phenomenal the male character the male character whom a fantastic actor yo jinggu so good and cute oh my gosh he's actually like my age when he's playing like a 30 year old in this show because he looks phenomenal anyway And it was about basically this woman who is destined to run this ghost hotel until she finds her true love that will let her basically like finish her term and be able to die peacefully or whatever. And in every episode, it was kind of like there's a new demon to face or something to deal with ghosts and death and avenging and granting wishes to the death, to the dead and whatever. And I will say there are... Like, in the first episode or two, I was like, will I be able to watch this? Because there were definitely some moments where it freaked me out. But for the most part, the horror in it was very manageable. Like, it was only spooky. Most, for the most part, it was just, like, a little spooky. And then, while I will say there were some parts that I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not watching. Then I skip through it or I take my headphones out and I just kind of, like, watch through my fingers. But that very rarely happened. And again, it's, like, supernatural scary stuff. So it's not the same as, like, actual truly scary serial killer twisted kind of stuff um but I highly recommend watching it this is one I again have not finished but that's because I've learned spoilers ahead so skip this part if you don't listen but I learned that um I knew the ending was not going to be super satisfactory like she was going to fall in love with Yojin-gu and then be able to die and that sucked to me and I was like I'm not going to put myself through that I might try and watch the ending I think I have like four episodes left but I don't know if I'll be able to pick it back up. I, I mean, I enjoyed watching what I did. So, you know, I highly recommend this one to, to watchers. Especially if you're afraid of scary stuff. I can guarantee this one is not that scary. Okay, for this next drama and basically the last drama that I have that I fully quit before giving it another try is one I've talked about quite a bit so I won't beat it to death but basically strong woman bang soon what bang soon um basically was too scary for me in the first episode it begins this theme of like or the plot of women being kidnapped or killed 
at the time I didn't realize it was about kidnapping, but in the first episode, a woman gets killed, like brutally murdered. And it was too scary for me, point blank. I was like, I don't, I don't think I can watch a show that has like a serial killer in it. Too scary. <laughs> and it turns out that, that was like the scariest that it got. From there, it was way, way easier to watch. And even watching it a second time, the first episode, even the scary part that turned me off was not that bad. Um, I, the, the characters, the plot, the chemistry definitely, definitely outweighs that tiny little bit of, of scariness. So overall, definitely not a super scary drama. And then another one I want to mention that to me turned me off at first, but I never actually quit it. I knew I needed to continue. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the second episode at least to see if I'm into it. Was Crash Landing on You, believe it or not. This is a phenomenal drama. It's been highly regarded. It's like the most watched drama on TVN or something. And I remember the first episode again. It was unrealistic. It had this woman, like the effects of her getting caught in a tornado on a paragliding incident and then landing in South Korea. And then it just felt so cliche of like, oh, this woman is this CEO and she's unloved by people and so lonely and blah, blah, blah. Like, I just did not, I was not feeling the first episode. But I was like, you know what, Isabel, just keep trying and you'll like it. You will end up liking it. And I did. And it's one of my favorite dramas. It's a phenomenal drama. I highly, highly, highly recommend watching it. It definitely picks up after the first episode. If the first, like I could see people who aren't used to K-dramas watching that first episode and being like, nah, this is not for me. So then I would tell them you have to get through at least the second episode, if not the third, and you will be hooked. You will be into it. I guarantee. It's great. And so then a couple a couple dramas I want to mention that have turned me off and I have still yet to go back to. Some I want to tr- really do want to try and others I'm like, I don't know. But I really, overall, I really want to go back to these dramas and see if I can watch it because I've been turned off. But the first two would be Abyss and... Um, when the camellia flower blooms. So both of them, I basically have the same reason of they're too scary or I guess Abyss is more, it was way too scary. Like the, it's about a serial killer, like catching a serial killer basically. And the the killing is way too graphic. Like it's super graphic to me. And I just really am not into that. But I know the chemistry I think is really good in the show. The male actor is really cute and I really would like to give it another chance. Also, it's got some supernatural elements too that I'm, you know, not typically a big fan of. But I think over time I've gotten more used to that stuff and I've accepted it. I prefer realistic dramas, but I really don't mind supernatural stuff as much anymore. And then when the camellia flower blooms, I know that there's definitely some suspense there. I'll say the first episode honestly was low-key a little bit boring to me. I wasn't super into it, but... The thing that really turned me off was how there was foreshadowing that the main female actress was going to die in the end, which I'm sure she doesn't. But at that time, I was like, no, I will not be watching a drama that alludes to a main character death. Like, I'm not going to go through a 16-episode drama just to have there not be a happy ending. So, pretty stupid and stubborn. And I've heard great things about this drama. So, I really, honestly, need to give it another try. And then, let's see, Encounter... I love Park Bo-gum so much, 
but this drama to me is just so boring. Like it just is so slow. It's, it is realistic, but there's nothing that really for me moves it along. I just watch it and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I love, I love Bogum though. So I really should watch it. Um, and try and finish it. But I only watched like four episodes and it's like, I'm so bored. <laughs> and then Huarong, the classic period drama that's got um, V from BTS in it and Park Sojun and Park Hyung Sik, I think is his name. He was in Strong Woman Bong Soon. Um, it's got a great cast. It's apparently very well loved and considered a great drama but again this i'm not super into period dramas or history um like those like themed dramas but i really should give this one another try because it's just so iconic and then the last one is welcome to wakiki again i've heard great things about this one it's supposed to be very funny but i watched it and it was just the first episode and it was just so weird like i just couldn't get behind it i think the appeal to it is be, is supposed to be because it's so weird and funny, but I didn't find it super funny. I just found it really weird about like these guys who own a hostel and they're trying to like like taking this single mom and her baby and they're, so they're trying to raise the baby with her and then there's also like a sister or something who like has this weird disorder of growing hair every day. I don't know. It's super weird. So anyway, I know I said that I didn't think this was going to be a long episode, but turns out it's just as long, if not longer, than my previous episode. So sorry, I love to talk. <laughs> I just need to stop disclaiming and say, yeah, I'm going to make it short today because it never ends up that way. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed listening to me talk about some of these dramas. If you haven't, you know, if you have a list of dramas that you're like, you quit on, maybe go try and check them out again. Especially if you've heard really good things about it, it probably means that you'll like it too. That's what I've basically learned. That's the lesson that you can take away. But yeah, um, be sure to listen to What's K-Pop in the Radio Show on Mondays from 4 to 6 on bakerradio.org. Baker and of course, keep up to date with my anchor for another podcast episode. Bye!